Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. The number one podcast for learning and talent development professionals. Now here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for another great conversation and episode to help you up your game in talent development and improve your capabilities as well as up your game in life. Because while most of our episodes are very focused on different topics within talent development, uh, today we're zooming out to something a little broader that is not exactly talent development related, but I'm hoping that it can help you. And at the very least, it's a good story. Our episode today is all about gratitude. And my guest is a man named Teddy Draceros, who is the creator of a gratitude journal and the founder of Grateful Peoples, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to spreading gratitude in the world. And I was connected to Teddy through a mutual friend and was just really inspired by his story and wanted to help him spread the word about his nonprofit and the work he's doing, the mission they're on to spread gratitude, especially to kids in schools. And I've had my own journey with gratitude and benefited greatly from it. It's something I post often about because it's made such a, a difference for me. I started my regular gratitude practice in 2016 when I discovered the Miracle Morning. And you can read all about that in my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, much of that story and how that's transformed my life. And I started writing down my gratitude regularly, and it has helped me keep a lot of things in perspective. It's helped me be happier. And it helped me get through some really tough times, including when I had testicular cancer and was going through treatment for that in the beginning of 2021 and had some really hard days. But throughout all of those, I wrote down my gratitude every single day. And it was a really powerful experience and something that I highly recommend to others, no matter what you're going through, that you do try to come back to gratitude on a regular basis. I am going to take us to the interview now so you can hear more about that from our guest, Teddy and then I'll come back to maybe share a little bit more of my thoughts after our conversation. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Teddy Draceros, who is the creator of the Gratitude Journal and the founder of Grateful Peoples, which you can find at gratefulpeoples.com. Enjoy. Hey, Teddy, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me, Andy. Really great to have you on. You've got such an inspiring story, and you're also on what I'd say is a really inspiring mission to really change the world and make a positive impact in the world. And I'm excited to get into that. And of course, we were connected by a good friend, which is always great as well. And I got your journal that you sent me, and I just love all the stuff you're doing, and I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing it on the show. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the kind words. For sure. So I know you have this gratitude journal and you've created this nonprofit, Grateful Peoples, and I'm excited to get into that. But I want to start at the beginning and have you share some of your story. I know this this all kind of started with your mother and, and your mom getting sick, right? Yeah. So she got sick when I, when I was just a baby. And, you know, growing up, that was just kind of, you know, it was just the, you know, it was just the normal is, is all I ever knew. So it was just an accepted part of my life. And it wasn't until, you know, in my early 20s, when I got really into, you know, I guess just mindfulness and, you know, under, trying to understand myself better, uh, where I came to, you know, I, I just, that, that helped me completely change the way I relate to my mom's uh, sickness and, you know, all the pain that she went through. And so that that was kind of the inspiration that led me to start Grateful Peoples. And because um, gratitude was a huge part in kind of the, the shift in perspective for me uh, in relation to my mom's sickness. Um, so that's kind of how it all started was, uh, 
you know, just the power of journaling and, and song, so, you know, seeing what it did for my mind and then just wanting to share that experience with others. Yeah, that's awesome. And when we talk about your mom being sick, I mean, we're not talking about a, a cold or a flu here. Was it, was it multiple sclerosis? What, what was yeah, she going yeah. through? She was diagnosed with a multiple sclerosis when, um, you know, from what my parents told me just, you know, right after my first birthday mm. and, and, you know, ultimately that's just a disease where, you know, the mind and body kind of stop communicating. Uh, so it makes, you know, everything more difficult, like walking and, you know, any sort of motor skill. And, and then eventually, you know, it, it leads to behavior changes and personality changes. So, you know, it, it was definitely difficult in a lot of ways, but you know, I'm grateful. How did, that, Im- how did that impact your, your childhood growing up with a mom who probably you couldn't know, do it's... nearly as much as the other moms? Yeah. You know, you know, like I was saying before, you know, k- kids are so resilient, you know, we're working mm. with schools now. I, I get to interact a lot with kids and I see just how resilient they are. And, you know, like for me and my brother growing up, that was, that was just our normal. So, you know, we didn't, we didn't know any different. So to us, it was just like, like that's, that's just life. And you know, I'm really grateful for uh, a dad. My dad was just so just so strong, you know, looking back now, I realized just how strong he really was to help, you know, the family through in, in the way that he did, you know, so it, 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 yeah, it had a huge impact. And I think it left a, a very positive long-term impact on my life. You know, all, all the negative things associated with my mom's sickness. You talk a lot now about gratitude and you talk about being grateful for the experience and looking at the bright side of, you know, this is how we, just how we handle things. But if I remember, there was a time before you got into this stuff where you were obviously, you know, un- you were justifiably sort of not happy about the situation, right? You were you were upset, angry about, you know, what was going on. Could you could you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was just like I mentioned before, the the the, the hardest part was really the kind of behavior and personality change w- w- with my mom. So, so, you know, when, when you're still trying to understand yourself, it's really hard to try to understand some, someone else. Yeah. Cause you know, so I was just a teenager, um, you know, going through normal, you know, teenage things, which could be difficult uh, in today's world. So I think it just made it a little more confusing for me, you know, looking back in, in my high school days, I realized, you know, how insecure I was in a lot of ways, even though I really didn't have any reason to be. Mm. So I, I, yeah, I definitely think it, it played a huge impact on my confidence in, in life in general. And, and, um, but like I said before, I just, I'm so blessed with a, a great father and brother and my mom too. Yeah. She, she was so strong. Yeah. She was so physically strong. And especially now looking back, I, I just, I, I, I see how much strength she really had to kind of just yeah. keep moving and, and not, and you know, her, her saying was uh, no giving up allowed. Mm. And she definitely, uh, she definitely stuck by that. She, she was fighting until, you know, her literally her last minute. Yeah. So that's, that's a big inspiration for me. I love that. And, you know, my parents growing up were were perfectly healthy, and I had no confidence in high school either. So, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. Like, yeah. That's just a, a time, right? We're trying to figure out what, where we stand in the world and what's going on and what group we're in. And luckily, we've all had a chance to grow and learn and and get better from there. So, tell me about the how did the gratitude journal come about? Yeah, I was in my early twenties, and I remember uh, I had a great job. I was working in finance in New York, but I just remember thinking like, is this, you know, I'm going to the same office every day, staying, staring at the same screen, doing the same mm-hmm. monthly, weekly, yearly reports. And I was just thinking like, what, you know, is this, is this, what it's, is this it? Like, I, I just felt like I could be doing more with my, my daily time. So I just really got into uh, just personal development 
And one of the, the things that I came across was keeping a gratitude journal. And, you know, I'm, I'm really bad at creating new habits, uh, for sure. Um, but for, for some reason, I, since from the first day that I started writing that for me, I started with, um, I just went across the street to Staples. I bought a notebook uh, and every night before bed, I would just write down three things I was grateful for. And, and it, li- it literally just stuck. And I did it every night for maybe three or four years. And I really think that that experience kind of permanently just re- rewired my brain to respond to things differently. And so just so and real, all I did was just write down some happy thoughts every day. So I, I it really started with I wanted to get my friends and family to keep a gratitude journal, which then, you know, progressed into wanting to make my own gratitude journal and then progressed into a nonprofit. And, and you know, some of the things I'm sure we'll talk about. Right. Yeah. I remember when I started getting into personal development and this idea of gratitude as well for me it was back in 2016 and and learning about the value of keeping a gratitude journal or having a regular gratitude practice and starting to write down some of the things I'm grateful for every morning. And it's really, it is like kind of life-changing. It's very profound when you realize that like, no matter what's going on, I always have things that I can be grateful for. And it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be always about family and friends. It could be a good cup of coffee or, or tea. It oh, could be sure, yeah. just a quiet I, I, space, nice weather, rain, whatever it is, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I think the little things are, are more important to focus on uh, in terms of gratitude because that, that's just, you know, the little things are what, is what makes life rich and full. And, you know, today I, I actually, I you know, I saw one of my gratitude journals in the coffee shop today and, and I just wrote that I was able to play soccer last night. And just the fact that I could do that and and not, you know, not feel sore today. You know, I, I was happy yeah. for that. But yeah, it's, it's just the little things that, that really matter. Yeah, I write that stuff a lot that I, you know, I play basketball on a regular basis, that I'm I'm healthy and I can go to the gym and I can do the things that I'm doing. And I have all these people helping me with my business and everything else. It's just, it's important, I think, to recognize that stuff because it it takes us away from or out of that victim mindset of like, oh, when something goes wrong, like everything's against me when like, no, 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 you have so many great things going for you. And you've got to remember mm-hmm. that it's important to come back to that, especially when it feels like things are not going our way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly what it did for my relationship to, to my mom and, and her sickness. You know, you know, keeping a gratitude journal really made me understand that. Yeah, it was you could I could say it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, it, it created the most pain and anxiety and and just obstacles in my life. But but at the same time, it's it really is the best thing that's ever happened to me. So having that mindset about my mom's uh, sickness just changed the way I, I see everything else in life. So that and so that's why it's, I consider it my, you know, my biggest blessing. Yeah, it is. It's such a huge shift to start to think of things that way. And and I started doing that as well. As I think we talked about before, I, I went through cancer last year. And yeah. as I was going through that, a testicular cancer that had spread throughout my body and I was going through treatment and, and I knew I was going to make it through, but obviously it was, it was a huge challenge. And I persisted in writing down my gratitude every single day. And I got to a point where I was writing you know, of course I'm grateful for the care and family and the little things that I have, but I'm also grateful for this cancer. And, you know, I get to a point where I really believe that, right. That I am grateful for this experience because it gives me empathy for other people going through things. It gives me, you know, a story I can tell to others. And in doing so, I'm able to use that to hopefully help other people who are going through, you know, similar challenges. So, there's always, I think, you know, silver linings to most challenges and things that we can take from it. And I'm a firm believer that life happens for me, you know, for us and not to us, yeah. you know, get away from being a victim and really take ownership. And I think the best way to embody that, to really embrace that is, is through gratitude. 
Yeah. And and I love that you mentioned empathy because that's kind of like, I I think that's one of the greatest gifts that my mom's sickness gave me because, you know, especially the last few years of her life, it was, it was extremely stressful for me. And and I I really, I never experienced that, that type or that that level of anxiety and going through that. I I just, it was like, oh, this is what other people are experiencing when they say they have a panic attack Mm. or they you know, so stressed out and, and feel lost. And so I would, you know, when I was going through those feelings, I just remember being like, oh, this is, this is great because I can just understand other people now a lot better. Yeah. So, so yeah, there, there's, you know, there's just so many, it's almost an infinite amount of ways that my mom's sickness has made my life better. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer that the challenges we go through, whether they're disabilities or challenges or mistakes we make of our own doing, whatever it is, that, getting through these qualify us to be able to help other people with similar challenges, right? And there are always going to be more people as much as we like to believe we're we're unique snowflakes on this earth, right? (laughs) They're like, no challenge is completely unique. There are going to be many more people who either deal with a family member who is very, very sick or with MS or who lose a parent, right? And I'm very, very lucky right now that both of my parents are around and healthy. And so I can certainly have sympathy for someone that loses a parent, loses their mom, but I haven't been through that like you have, right? You can relate to them and have a conversation with them and talk to them about what that's like. Just like if someone is going through cancer, I can have a conversation with them about what that journey yeah. is like, that treatment is like, and I can hopefully help them through that based on, you know, leveraging my own experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I seriously remember exactly like when I was in, you know, in the thick of it with my mom, I remember thinking like bigger picture that this, this whole experience was just going to allow me to be a bigger service to the world in the, in the long run, you know, I, you know, cause there's an end to everything. And of course, you know, th- I knew there's, there's just an, an inevitable end to my mom and, and her, and mm. what she's going through. And so, yeah, it, when I was deep in it, I remember just thinking that, you know, this is, this is for the bigger purpose of later in my life. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to allow me to live a better life down, down the line. Oh, absolutely. I think it, it will, as long as we believe that it does, it will, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That comes down that. to that gratitude, that commitment, taking ownership of the situation. So you started really getting into gratitude and I know it helped you with what you were going through and you decided to create this journal. Tell us the story about leaving the journal in the coffee shop. Cause I thought that was just really powerful. Yeah. So like so I, I created a journal and the purpose was just getting the people around me to practice gratitude. So uh, I thought one of the cool ways to do that would be at coffee shops. Cause you know, it's a place that people, a lot of people just go to every day and it's a community hub kind of, kind of thing. So I just re- I reached out to, to you know, the, my coffee shop that I would go to every day when I was living in New York City and asked them, hey, you know, here's this journal I made. Could we leave out a, a blank copy for, um, you know, the customers to fill out? And, and you know, he said, yeah. And I, I remember going back a few days later and kind of I was surprised to see how many people had actually written in it. And so it was just yeah, it was just such a cool experience to to see the community getting involved with, you know, the journal I had made, you know, and, and long story short, the, the the project just kind of took on a life of its own and, and it spread to coffee shops all over the country through myself and through my friends helping me out and through uh, strangers just, you know, sending me emails saying, hey, could we get a journal into, you know, my, my local coffee shop? So it, it, you know, that, that whole experience kind of, it, it definitely has changed my life and it made me understand the power of, of community and you know, a lot of people giving a little bit of energy for uh, something huge. That's really cool and amazing that, you know, people are coming into this coffee shop and just seeing this journal and and engaging with it, starting to sit down and write down their gratitude. What are some of the things that you saw in there? I know you you went through that and you've even published, I think you've even published a version yeah, of yeah. it, right? 
so in, in March 2020, I'd, I'd collected my last journal, you know, pre-COVID, and and up until then, I'd, I had collected 75,000 entries, and I read I read through every single one, and that also was a life changing experience because you know it's just like a look into 75,000 different people's minds, you know, like a little piece of yeah. their mind, and uh, so it just offered so much perspective, and it gave me so many more things to think about to be grateful for. So by far, the what people wrote about the most is family, for sure, you know, th- th- which is mm. probably not a surprise. Great. And then actually, the sun was number two uh, that really? came up most. Yeah, the sun. And then you know, and then just the the major theme that I saw over and over again was that you know h- humans have this ability to feel deep appreciation for their pain, and mm. and and that's what seemed people like. So the entries where people were were grateful for their pain seemed to be the most profound. And it kind of made me realize, and it made me think that I guess that's that's the secret to long term happiness is just learning to appreciate the the bad times, yeah. and and so that's what it really taught me was that you know humans are humans have this ability to, yeah, just f- f- feel appreciation for struggle. Right. Interesting. I'm surprised so many people wrote down the gratitude for the sun. I didn't expect that to be the yeah. number two thing. And I'm curious if that was mostly from New York and Northern climates, I'm just thinking, you know, in New York, obviously sometimes there's, there's long, you know, the winter can have a lot of dark days. You live in San Diego. I live in Florida. I wonder if people where we live tend to take the sun for granted and don't write down their gratitude as much. I'm, I'm I, curious. Actually, I, I noticed in the the places where there's more sun, the, the people, you know, there there's more entries about the sun. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's so many interesting things reading through them, try, understanding human nature. And, and one other thing I thought was super cool because you know you can you see you know kids' cute handwriting, you know you could tell yeah. that it's a kid writing. And I, I you know say there is maybe ten thousand entries from from kids. I think there was only one or maybe two that didn't specifically mention a love a loved one. Mm. So I, I thought that was really cool that you know six seven year olds when you ask them what they're grateful for, virtually hundred percent of the time they mentioned. A person, you know, a family member. Really, you know, they uh, like, yeah, they very rarely mentioned, almost never uh, mentioned toys or material things. Mm. So I thought that was really cool. It's kind of like maybe maybe adults just start thinking more like kids a little bit. Uh, maybe. Well, my kids would definitely break that mold because I sometimes ask them what they're grateful for, and for my daughter, it's <laughs> almost always a dog, either our dog or someone else's dog. It's usually pets, <laughs> and I think just this morning. I asked my son what he was grateful for, and he said Nintendo. So, uh, <laughs> and Mario. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it's the whole energy of like being in a coffee shop and having the who knows. But yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was really, yeah. I was really surprised by it. what. What's the strangest thing that you've seen people write that they're grateful for? Uh I mean, there so, so many things. I'm trying to think. Just body parts. Mm. This particular body parts actually came up uh, a lot, um, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. What else? Yeah, I mean, it was mostly just actually really positive. There, you know, you could tell maybe some teenagers got into the book here and there, but it, it was it was almost <laughs> almost all of it was was very positive. And, uh, you know, honoring kind of the the project and just you know focusing on gratitude. Right. Yeah. And how many mentions of coffee were there? I, I often write that I'm grateful oh, so for many, coffee. Yeah. So I got to think in a coffee shop, people sure. are just like over so, the so, so many entries from coffee too. Yeah. Coffee is probably, probably up there with the sun. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's got to be maybe even more than the sun, but yeah, co- coffee was definitely up there. <sighs> people love coffee. So where does this go from here? Because now you're getting this into multiple coffee shops. People are writing their gratitude all over, which is fantastic. 
you want to continue to spread this message. Obviously, just putting a gratitude journal in a coffee shop is does not make a business or even a nonprofit, right? It's just putting books in coffee shops. So, where yeah. did you take it from there? So the, the the main focus is actually working with schools. And then, you know, I, I you know I started practicing gratitude in my in my early twenties, and so I was thinking, you know, what if I was ten years old and someone had given me my first gratitude journal? You know, where would my mind be at today? So. I reached out to my old high school teacher. I shared an idea with him of like, hey, yeah, let, let's give your homeroom class, each kid a journal. And just if, if you have a, a few minutes in the morning for them to write down what they're grateful for every day. You know, and he was like, let, let's let's try it. Let's see what happens. And so I went in, we started with about four months left in the school year. And, and I went in at the end of the year to just check up on the kids and, and see, you know, how it went. And, and I knew that it was going to have a positive impact on, on you know, on the kids and, and you know, their, their mindset. But I was completely blown away by their feedback and, and what they were saying. Um, so I remember, you know, standing in front of the class at, at my old high school thinking, you know, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to be doing for the the next phase of my life. Hmm. So, you know, long story short, you what, know, what I, kind of I, thing, what kind of thing, sorry to interrupt, what, what kind of things did you hear from, from the high school uh, kids? Just like they're, you know, they're like, wow, it just made me grateful. Kids are saying, you know, I'm just grateful that my my my, my parents drove me to school today, mm-hmm. that they take the time to do that. Like little things like that, that, you, you know, a kid in high school might not, you know, normally think about or, or be yeah. aware of. It, it's just the, the little things they were saying that they noticed, which is which made me really happy because, like I said before, the, the little things is, you know, that's what creates the, the richness in life. And uh and so, you know, so since so since then, it's been an awesome journey and ride. And this year marked the twenty thousandth gratitude journal that I've been able to donate to a classroom. And the the feedback from teachers is what really just just makes me happy. Um, so, like literally every, every teacher I've had the privilege of working with, uh, they all mentioned that they they noticed a significant difference in the kids' behavior and how they treat each other. And a lot of them specifically mentioned there's less bullying happening uh, after incorporating mm-hmm. daily gratitude into the curriculum. Wow, so, that's that's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's my you know it's it, 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 it's really what keeps me going and. Um, and, and, you know, this past year, over 200 schools have reached out, which is a blessing and a good problem to have. So I'm just, you know, really trying to, you know, understand fundraising and, and build partnerships so I can support as many schools as possible. Yeah. What What's the target age for this? I mean, I'm sure, I mean, all ages can obviously talk about gratitude, but it's, it's harder to understand, you know, say younger than seven or eight. Oh, what yeah. What types of schools sure. are you typically trying to get them into so i mean middle i love working with middle schools because you know i feel like there's just a lot going on in our minds and bodies oh, middle they're, school they're is just age. like the the black yeah. hole of like the worst time that, that's yeah. definitely a time where i feel like kids need, need gratitude yeah so i i, I you know I, I love working with middle schools but but ultimately my, my focus is just on the teacher so for, you know from the first few years of doing this I definitely, you know, offered, you know, put a lot of energy into donating books to some schools that didn't, uh, you know, didn't really use them like they said they would. Um, so I, I just focus on finding the, you know, building a community of teachers that truly understand why, you know, keeping a gratitude journal could be very impactful for, for the kids. So I, yeah, I just focus on finding those teachers and, and donating to them as opposed to, you know, fo- focusing on the school because c- because the the impact begins and ends with the enthusiasm of the teacher, I learned. With the teachers, right. Yeah, they've, they've got to be on board, obviously, and, and feel like this is going to make an impact and see how they can use them in the classroom. So how are you getting funding for this? I mean, it sounds like the demand is picking up. Obviously, there's real costs associated with 
printing and shipping journals and yeah. uh, running the business. So how's that been going? Actually, this year was was such an awesome year uh, for Grateful Peoples. You know, through through some some really great media exposure, just created a lot of just energy coming into the business in, in the form of sales and people reaching out for partnerships. And um, so that this year was was has been awesome. But it, it started with actually I started with a Kickstarter. Are you, are you familiar? You know, Kickstarter. Yeah. So I, that, that was that's how I you know did the first round of printing uh, back in 2016. And since then, uh, my old boss, actually, uh, you know, the finance job I, I told you uh, mm-hmm. about earlier, my, my old boss has been s- such a major supporter um, and gave a very extremely generous grant in the early days to like really help get it off the ground. And since then, it's just been, you know, partnerships and just grants. And, and a, a huge way I've been doing it is uh, buy one, share one. So for mm-hmm. every journal or coffee table book that a company purchases for an employee or, or a gift to a client, we donate one to a school. It's maybe about 8,000 or so copies have been donated through that. Wow. You see, you mentioned a journal and a coffee table book. What's the difference? The coffee table book is the print of the other people's journal entries? Yeah, it's the, yeah, the, the journal is just, you know, the blank diary for you to practice your gratitude. And the the bigger coffee table book is, the, you know, the collection of gratitude. It's it's about, so like, like so I, I'd collected 75,000 entries and I put about a thousand of them into a 250 page uh, coffee table book. That's cool. So for people thinking about their own careers and their lives and and being able to impact others, whether it's organizational culture or the network that we have, how can we leverage this to to make improvements? And you like leverage gratitude? Yeah. Or just just practice it. You know, it, it's 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 something that it, it's so simple that, that it can, you know, I feel like it can be easily overlooked because it is just, you know, hey, just, you know, take a few minutes every day to focus on the positive things and write them down. It may not seem like it'll have a, a big impact, but, it, you know, if you do it consistently, even even for a couple of weeks, you know, I really believe it'll it'll help people think and respond to, to, to life differently. And, and I even for me, I mean, even after a couple of weeks of, of keeping a journal, I, I noticed my mind responding very differently to an issue at work, the finance job at the time. And that that's when I was like, whoa, this this is kind of powerful. Cause it was like almost like a subconscious, I feel like my brain just subconsciously responded in a new way because of and I really attribute it to, you know, the the personal development and and the journaling that I was doing. Yeah. We I mean we can be grateful for everything, including the challenges that we're facing. Like we talked about earlier. I try to keep that in mind as context or, or, you know, as gratitude for the things I'm going through, because I know they are making me stronger. They're helping me learn new things. Right. And yeah. context, what I was trying to get to with context, context can be really important as well, because we can look at the challenges we're facing and then remember all the great things that we have or where we are in the world. Right. That like, you know, you might be upset because you didn't get a promotion at work, but there are literally millions of people in this world that don't even have clean water to drink, right? And we have so much to be grateful for in our own lives, right? If you're listening to this, you probably have a lot to be grateful for. So I try to remind myself of that pretty regularly too. Yeah, I definitely have to check myself all the time. You know, if I get stressed out or anxious about something, I'm like, like, hey, dude, you know, you you got, you have everything, you know, you're not, you're a a fridge full of food. There, there's some money in your bank account, like you're, you're good, you know? And so it's important to like do a gratitude check, you know, often I feel like. And really, I think there's only two things. My takeaway from this, the two main things you need if you want to have a really happy, grateful life are number one, coffee, and number two, the sun. And if you've got coffee and the sun, 
you it's are exactly living a great it. life. <laughs> yes, it's, 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 like you know, this morning I, I uh, took a walk on the beach and just you know I was extremely grateful for the sun because it I really feel like it made me feel better. Yeah, you know, having my skin exposed to the sun. Yeah, it's interesting that that Google write that down because I mean we know like scientifically right like the sun helps plants grow that people get vitamin D from the sun but you know we know ancient people were worshiping the sun and I think yeah. with good reason right there's so much mystic power that comes from the sun that I think people intrinsically realize that and they're like man I'm just so grateful for this sun it's kind of interesting that people are writing that down yeah yeah it was I mean there's there's definitely a special energy from the sun that I feel like we all either whether we realize it or not it's just it impacts us in a, in a very positive way well teddy if people listening want to get a journal or donate to the the nonprofit and help make a difference what's the best place or way for them to do that gratefulpeoples.com there's all the information there about, about you know how to purchase a journal or how to donate or how to nominate a coffee shop or a school uh, to, to receive journals as well and have you worked with any companies? I could see this being really well received with companies giving, you know, journals to employees. Oh, yeah. it's, if it's not, been, yes, yeah. I've you know, I've had the honor to work with UBS, Whole Foods, Walmart, Lululemon. Those are some of the bigger, bigger names slash brands that have supported the buy one, share one initiative. That's awesome. I love hearing that. So anybody listening or for those of you listening, make sure you get your gratitude journal or at least start a gratitude practice. You know, you can start with a blank journal from, you know, the office supply store or whatever it may be, or get the Grateful People's Journal and think about getting journals for the schools that your kids go to and for the people in your company, because this is something that can just, as we spread gratitude, can help people live happier, more fulfilled lives. And it sounds like we can reduce bullying as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that yeah. The, the feedback from the teachers is, it's, is, is such a, it, yeah, it, it hits home for me that the kids are behaving better and calmer and, and that that's amazing. I love it. I love it. Well, Teddy, this has been great. Thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing. I am grateful that we've been connected and that uh, I've had an opportunity to talk to you a couple times and to have you on the podcast to share this journey and grateful for what you're doing, the mission you're on and the impact you're making in the world. Oh, thank you, Andy. Thanks for, you know, letting me, letting me share the story. All right, that will do it for my conversation with Teddy Draceros from Grateful Peoples, which you can find at gratefulpeoples.com. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. It was a little bit different than what we normally have on the podcast, not exactly talent development related, and yet such an important topic. And as I mentioned, I've had a regular gratitude practice since the beginning of 2016 when I discovered the Miracle Morning and I started practicing a morning routine and keeping a journal. I try to write my gratitude almost daily, pretty regularly. And what I've found in doing that throughout all of that time is that there's always something that we can be grateful for, no matter what is going on in our lives, even more facing the hardest challenges. For example, as I mentioned earlier, I went through cancer in 2021 and treatment for that. And I had some really hard days. And I, every single time a day, there were two things I did every single day, no matter what. Number one was I meditated for at least 10 minutes. And number two was I would write down my gratitude and I would write things like that I'm grateful for my family and for the great healthcare and for, you know, normally coffee is one of those, but I wasn't drinking coffee at the time, but just, you know, meals and a house to live in and, and all the things that I had. And I got to a point where I started writing down that I was grateful for cancer. And I really started to believe that, that, that it was truly a blessing for me and that if I choose to be grateful for it, then I can appreciate it and I can be happy about it and not be a victim like many other people would be 
in that circumstance. And I share that story with you because I want to challenge you to think that way about so many other challenging situations that go on in your life. Can you find some gratitude? First and foremost, when you're facing a hard situation, can you find gratitude for the other things that are going on, right? So this is a great way to kind of flip the switch when something doesn't go your way. You know, you spill your coffee, you run into traffic, you find out that, you know, somebody in your family is really sick or, or, or you know, you lose money. This is a really great one. I've actually had some, some financial, we'll say, challenges and hardships, mistakes over the last year. And I often will think about those and, and have regrets or remorse about some of the things, the, the decisions I made and what happened. And then I'll come back to gratitude for the things that I remember that are more important, like my family. I have my family. I have my health. I, I live in a time where I have you know rights and the ability to kind of do whatever I want, including making that money back. I really am very, very lucky to live when I live and have the resources that I have. And I got to come back to gratitude for the things that I have, despite the problems or the mistakes or the challenges. The other thing is, can you actually find gratitude for those challenges? Just say, I'm really grateful for this. I'm grateful for this experience. I'm grateful for this challenge. I will get through it. I do this sometimes when I'm in, we'll say, arguments or disagreements with my kids, or they're angry and yelling at me. And I'll just think, I'm just grateful for this moment, for this opportunity, you know, to have these challenges and, and, you know, things are not perfect at home. You know, my kids don't always like the decisions I make. They might be yelling at me, whatever it may be. And if you're parents, you've probably experienced this. And you just be grateful for that. Like, I'm grateful that I have this opportunity to be a parent and to work with people. And, you know, clients, I'm pretty happy to say that most of my clients are very happy with me, but I've... I've made mistakes over the years. Clients may have not been completely happy with everything going on or received some feedback that something didn't go perfectly. Can I be grateful for that? That like, hey, this didn't go as planned, but it's actually a great opportunity to learn and to improve for next time, right? Think of the opportunities that that these challenges create. And when we can find gratitude and believe that everything in life is a blessing and that things happen for us and not to us, then we can truly turn challenges into opportunities. I won't go on anymore because I don't want to turn this into a whole nother podcast episode. I could do a whole nother episode on this, but I did write quite about a bit about this in my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, which is available on Amazon. If you haven't gotten a copy yet, I would love for you to get a copy. It would help me out, and I like to think it would help you out as well. It's available on Amazon, and we also have bonus material on our website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. We also have more information about this podcast as well as our membership community and our upcoming events. You missed our Talent Development Think Tank conference in February. We've got more great events coming in the future, I believe. All that information will be on our website, tdtt.us. All right. Thank you again for listening. I really am truly am grateful for you for tuning into this podcast, for subscribing, for sharing it with others, and for supporting me and for doing everything you can to be the best that you can be. And I hope you'll tune in next time for my bonus Q&A with uh, Teddy Gerceros. 